Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, Shredders. Good morning, everybody. So, this is our Q&A episode. I'm excited so about excited. this. Yeah, I never thought when we started we'd be doing a and a episode like we would get that far. Yeah. Of course, that's just doubt and fear, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but we have lots of questions that come in, so thank you, everybody, for sending in your questions and your comments and your feedback and your ratings and your reviews and every way you've interacted with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, the whole reason we do this is to get the information out there, provide value in your life, bring you things Uh, get your mind stimulated thinking about the things you've never thought of or thinking of things a different way that you haven't thought of them before. Um, So with this episode, we want to go back and answer some of the questions that have come in. The questions we've chosen are based on like where we have many questions about the similar thing or same Mm -hmm. thing. So we may have rephrased the question a different way so we can answer multiple questions at once. Uh, But these are all actual things that people have sent in, which is fantastic. Um, so I thought we'd start really easy with some introductions. So I know you have a good one about working with us. Yes. So, uh, the first question was, is the only way to coach with you through the internet? And I think what you may mean here is, um, an online program we use called zoom, which is basically like Skype. So it's like a video chat. Um, and the answer is no, we are so flexible. Yes, we do use zoom, but it really comes down to your location and preference. Um, I coach mostly by phone because a lot of my um, clients are, you know, moms with young kids and I don't need them worrying about getting babysitters or getting all ready to go out and trying to sort of, I just want them to be able to step into another room with a phone and, you know, Have that time. And you and coach people sometimes when you hear like the kids in the background playing or oh, like the absolutely. TV on and they're it's, just like, sorry, my kid's home today. And you're yeah, like, yeah, I know. That's it's life. life. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but we, we also meet in person. I know Dave, yeah. you do that quite yeah, often. I do. So I'll do intensives where I'll actually fly out. So I'll do like a, a three to five day intensive with a client where I'll work with them over, um, you know, three to five days straight. Mm-hmm. They're long days. It's a, it's immersive coaching, and I'm I'm comfortable with that. I learned that style from Tony Robbins, and I like it in some circumstances. So clients will pay for a program for me to come out, no matter where they are in the world. I'll fly out. We'll do the whole thing in person, and then we'll have an ongoing relationship um, via phone or email or text mm-hmm. or whatever is required after that. Um, but yeah, I I like the in person. I like the connection there. But yeah. um, you know, I I use Zoom. I use text. I use email. I have all kinds of things. Yeah, and I've done um, like I've I've had a client where we did walks every week. Oh and yeah, it's just that I don't know. That was nice because you're kind of expelling energy as as you're getting it all out yep. and trying to figure out everything. Especially if you're working with a weight loss client or someone looking for more activity. Exactly, and and we do use Zoom. That's actually what we use for our group coaching in Mastermind. And um, even email coaching is a good one. We have uh, a couple clients who are exactly the opposite as of time zone. As far away from us yes. as you can possibly be. So, I mean, we have done some calls where it's been 5 a.m. for us, but it's, you know, 5 p.m. 14 hours or, yeah, yeah. 7 p.m. for them. Yeah. But um, email coaching is also a really good one. So it doesn't matter where you are. You don't have to try and escape work you know it can go out throughout your day so 
Um, yeah, we're very flexible. It really comes down to the convenience for you. Yeah. And we work on a few different levels. So we work in our mastermind group with our, yeah. with our mastermind crew. Uh, we work on personal one-on-one coaching as well. We take on a very limited number of clients because we have a few different programs we run, but we do yeah. do one-on-one coaching. So if you're ever interested in that, we work with them um, as well as, um, you know, a specific goal coaching. So you have a specific goal. We'll build a program around that goal. It doesn't always have to be weight loss. Coaching uh, is Yeah, coaching. absolutely. I have yeah. a lot of clients who are not yeah. weight loss. I, yeah. I, you know, I coach kids. Um, dealing with fear and anxiety and depression and suicide uh, as one program that I run. I also coach entrepreneurs and people who are just starting over with a newer program that I'm just starting up. So, um, you know, we we get into lots of different areas as coaches and we have the flexibility to do that, which is a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Okay. So many ways to work with us. Question two, I love this one because this episode is one of my favorites. Your episode on chemistry of transformation uh, really hit home with me. How do you know what stage you're on and how you can get to the last stage to transform quicker um, without all the pain and time involved in that process? Um, great question. Uh, the chemistry transformation episode is one of our earlier episodes, so you can go back and listen to that. Um, now, we all want to transform, but the chemistry of transformation is a process, and we all have to know that. Um, we all know a process is something that happens not something that we can control. Now, you may be at stage three of dissatisfaction with something and you want to transform right then and there, but you can't do it. Without going through all the stages, it won't truly be a transformation. You need that pain, right? You need need to have that experience to go through the whole chemistry. Transformation doesn't happen when you're just bored of something and you decide, you know what, I'm just going to transform my business. You know, it's Tuesday and I I don't know what to do. It's when you go through the stages, you have the, the dissatisfaction. You need to feel satiated. That will lead you to feel dissatisfied. You then need to have an emotional threshold where your pain and frustration is at a point where you stop and decide it's time to make a change. You're in a negative space and you can't transform from there because people think, okay, when I'm when I'm dissatisfied and I'm emotional about it, that's when I make the change. I'm so upset. I'm going to do it. I hit rock bottom. No, that is not rock bottom, my friend. That's a negative space and you're not going to transform from that. But you get a moment of insight where you create a positive thought about your change or transformation. And that will lead you to the fifth step, which 99% of people totally miss. And that's the opening. This is different for everyone, but there'll be an opening or an opportunity or a sign that the universe will present to you to carry you through your transformation. This is episode 11. If you don't know um, the chemistry and what I'm talking about, the five stages, go listen to episode 11 because we go into a lot of detail there. Mm -hmm. Um, But this process takes time. It can't be rushed. And if it is rushed, it's not a real transformation. It's not going to last. We've all transformed Mm -hmm. for three weeks or four weeks. And we've been like, we talked last week about being a keto ninja and stuff like that. You become this ninja or you become this expert in this area real quick, real fast. Mm -hmm. And it lasts for like three weeks and then you fall off the wagon because you didn't really transform. You got to go through the pain. You got to go through the emotion of the transformation to get to the point where the opening occurs. Right. All right. So that's really important. Episode 11, if you want to know more about that. But thank you for your question. I really like that one. Um, question three. Question three. It seems like the amount of areas we can improve in our lives are endless. How do you know if you're done? Oh, well, if you're asking the question, then you're done. That's it. You've perfected <laughs> that, everything. That is Retire such and a rest. good question because um, that is a question that I find a lot of our clients do have, which is, um, you know, if I'm following all these tools, does that mean one day I'll be done? And you're never really done improving. 
The good news is your quality of life improves because Mm -hmm. you're using the tools we've shared every time something happens. So we know that we can't control what comes up in our future, but we can make that big shift from life happening to us to life happening for us. Yes. So, So yes, we can't ever say if we're done working on an area in our life because life is always happening. But you can certainly become happy with an area of your life and continue to feel that way because, like we've talked about, you have complete control over what you choose to think. Right. Right? So yeah. so in short, no, you're never done because unless life stops for you yeah. and that's not ideal and then you're not asking this question anymore. But um, I want you to think of like an endless staircase and it looks like you're at the top and then you take a glance up and there's like 20 more steps and you're like, okay. I can chill where I am for a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. have to continue to step, but I have to know there are still more steps I can take. It's kind of like if if you feel like all of your relationships are in a good place and then someone new comes into your life, if you think you're done, you're literally telling that person, nope, sorry, no more room. I've got yeah. all good relationships here. So no, you're not done because you're going to take that person in and you're going to use the tools that you've learned to, um, you know, not have manuals for that yeah. person, create boundaries if you need to, and have a positive attitude. So you're still able to continue creating in life, but you're doing it in a, gr- in a great way. But look at the world's most creative people or the world's biggest successes in any creative space, right? They never finish. It's not like Steve Jobs no. made one computer and retired because yeah. he could have, yeah. right? It's continuous work. It's continuous yeah. improvement because when you reach that next stage or that next level in your life, then you have a new drive to hit another level. And otherwise, you're going to get satiated and dissatisfied at the current level you're at. So you tell me if you get all your relationships and everything at a perfect level, you're going to become pretty bored in life at that level unless you keep growing. Remember, if you're not growing, you're dying. We Mm -hmm. talked about the banana a few weeks ago. Or Um, or in weight loss too. Yeah. You you know, just because you've you've lost all the weight, this is where everybody goes wrong with their diets. They've lost the weight and, they and then they just are like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And then guess what? You're going to need to do that diet again next year because you'll put back on all the weight. Right. So it never stops because then you have to learn to maintain. Yeah. And then that's, you know, something you face every single day. These yeah. choices have to be made every single day. So your body, your mind, and your environment can continuously improve. It's only your decision when they stop improving. But the more you practice these tools, the more you can do it subconsciously. Effortlessly. Effortlessly. Exactly. So it does become easy and you may feel like you're done doing the quote unquote hard work. So yeah, yeah, great question. Um, This next question, um, I quite like but we had a hard time deciding if we're going to put it in here or not because it's one of those real questions that people want to know more about us. Um, so I'll give it to you. I, he- I love hearing from both of you every week. It is clear that each of you have your own areas of expertise, but what is the area each of you struggle with the most? I don't struggle and with anything. I was going to say, why was it so quiet? We both just looked at each other and we're like, because we didn't no. prepare for this question no, at all. We're just like, we're just going to talk about it. There's plenty I struggle with in life. So what do you struggle with the most? Um, I think... You got like three ideas swirling in yeah, your head. I, I can see them going so around. Yeah. Let's just I, talk I them out. I think in, you know, in my work life, yeah. Okay. In a professional life, yeah. Um, it would be. I still struggle with. I, I do it, but 
there's still so many thoughts in my brain that are just like, no, that's uncomfortable. It's about like doing the hard things. And I'm kind of over the doubt and fear because I know that the only way to go forward is to, you know, deal with failures and deal with all that kind of stuff. And I'm okay. I don't feel, I don't worry about being judged or anything like that. But, you know, it's that constant voice in your head, but doing thing, but I've never done this before. Yeah. So I don't know how to do it. And then you get stuck in the how and then you don't end up doing it. Yeah. So it's still learning. I still have to really guide myself in that sure. way to tell myself to stop those thoughts and just plow forward. It doesn't matter. Don't get stuck in the how. Right. And then I would say in a family basis, yeah. my biggest struggle is a manual for our smallest dog who... Yeah. Makes me crazy. <laughs> but does it does that go over to the kids too? Because you always struggle with you've always I mean you talked about it in the podcast, you struggle with the mom thing, right? Like Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think and I, I think have... I think Rocky is one of your children. Well, I was gonna say he's one of our children. He's is just that, one he's, that stands out as the biggest jerk. He, yeah, he's a he's a French bulldog. He just turned one. Enough said. And he he does his own thing. There is right. no um, look at me. I'm already. I'm already showing my manual for him. I was gonna say so, but I think you have an issue. I, there's you, an episode you about worry. that. Oh or, yeah. No, sorry. There's a there's a, a blog, blog post, post yeah. that I did that called manuals. Came. Manuals come in all shapes and sizes, and it's about our dog and how I literally treat him like a human. Yeah. And he needs to have manners, and yeah. he needs to respect our home. Well, I, I, you and think my of him things. as a child. And yeah. every day when I come home. There's something that's been torn apart and he can he can get up on our counters, he can get up on anything. Yeah. And he'll take whatever he pleases and just An destroy entire it. Entire extra large Domino's pizza was eaten by a dog that is the size of my forearm. Yes. And, <laughs> and it was we were home. Oh, it yeah. was just, we just delivered. left them on the counter for a moment <clears throat> as we <throat> walked to the other room. Yeah, it was for it was for the babysitter and the kids while yeah. while Dave and I were going out. We ran upstairs to get changed, and the kids wanted to show the babysitter the basement, um, the basement. The house, yeah. And uh, and it was maybe four minutes, and we all kind of met in the kitchen, and the box was on the floor, and every single piece and we, was gone. Our automatic assumption was that the kids ate the pizza already, and we're like, "Kids, did you really just grab a slice and go down and eat while you're showing to the basement? Like that's rude." Yeah. And they're like, "We haven't touched it." <laughs> and we look at Rocky, and he's licking his lips in the corner, oh, and his he... stomach is three times the size as it should be. He looks like he's like. Nine months pregnant. Yeah. It, it was, he did not move for like two days. I no. think he put on five pounds. He struggles to jump on our bed now, which, which is, is great. amazing. <laughs> we so just keep feeding Thinking him of getting him one more pizza. <laughs> I think we'll really seal the deal. Yeah. Maybe we can stop the countertop stuff, but yeah. yeah. No, but you're definitely, I, I mean, at but this yeah. point in life, I know that you struggle with that because it comes up a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, just, yeah, being needed so much. We have three kids yeah. and three dogs and being needed it can be really difficult when you don't ever get that silence or you get that silence, but it's not until nine o'clock at night and you're exhausted. So you're going to bed anyway. So you didn't really get to savor any of that time where it was silent that I'm, I'm very sensitive to sound and things like that. And so it really, um, I really appreciate silence every once in a while. So sometimes I I even just retreat to a closet (laughs) for a little bit. Throw a pillow on top of me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, 
Um, okay, thanks for that question. That was an excellent question. Well, what about you? Oh, you want to know my struggle? I thought we were done. <laughs> you don't get to air out my dirty laundry. <laughs> you took so long. I just figured it was good for the both of us. Um, okay, so uh, you gave two. So you gave a personal one and a professional mm. one. So I think I'll give the same. I think that's fair. Yeah. My personal struggle um, used to be um, nutrition, but I have that pretty well dialed in right now, which is fantastic. I'm really... Yeah feeling great about that. So that struggle... We're doing our... Um, obviously, we live our own program. Yeah, and our protocols. we are just dripping the weight off. Yeah. It's incredible, both yeah. of us. I think since last Tuesday, I weighed myself this morning, it's 18 pounds since last Tuesday. That's and, crazy. Yeah, and without any workout. And then we'll talk about that after, but I'm just saying like... It's, it's actually just living the protocol properly. Yeah. And that's coming from a place where I wasn't on protocol. I was kind of eating bad foods and sweets and stuff like that. So you lose a lot up front, and especially men. Sorry, yeah. ladies. Yeah. Men lose a lot up front. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it will slow down, but it's just living on protocol. But my biggest struggle used to be nutrition. Um, but I think my biggest struggle um, personally right now is uh, confidence. And I know that's a lot of people listening are like, are you kidding me? Like, you guys do this podcast, you do this. But Laura and I, I think well, anybody both, I think just who knows yeah. you in person would never guess that. No, no, and it's but confidence is my biggest issue. Um, just confidence in myself and my abilities to carry forward and do the things I need to do, and dealing with the things I need to deal with on a daily basis. You know, with coaching people and with building a business and all this other stuff. Um, confidence is one of my biggest struggles. So I'm really working on having confidence in myself. And my biggest uh, struggle in business. Um, or professionally, it kind of goes hand in hand with it, but is is value or self worth, um, which I think is a lot to do with confidence. But I do have, um, you know, I am working very diligently right now on getting over my value issues and what I can provide to the world, what kind of value I bring, what value you know I give or I hold to the things that I I do for clients and things like that. Um, I'm I'm the first guy to. Um, give away something for free, do a coaching program for free, do a training program for free because I always just want to help people. Mm-hmm. And I've learned over the years that free doesn't work. And and we like electricity. Yes. So well, we do like electricity. So, we, so free doesn't yes, work. So free doesn't work for two reasons. One, it doesn't work for the client. No. First and foremost, free never works for the client because unless you're probably you're, thinking, um, yeah, it does totally like, works for me. When I personal train, I give away a package, right? And I train someone for six weeks on a free package. We used to do these raffles and they would lose like one pound in six weeks. They would cancel half their sessions. They would no show. Yeah. They wouldn't because yeah. they, they put as much value on it as they paid and they paid nothing. So their value on it equaled nothing. Yeah. And then I gave away a program where I said, you know, I'm going to charge you a thousand dollars for this program and I'm going to, I'm going to, guarantee you hit these results. And if you do hit these results, I'm going to give you a refund on the program. And that client not only hit the results, but stayed with me and bought a program after that just to keep going. I Huge difference. I couldn't agree more. They I had didn't... money in the bank, you know, on the line and they, they bet on it. Yeah. Um, sorry. And I would say, like, I think the in, in the past, I would have said, no, there are plenty of people who want it but just can't afford it. No. And... It really comes, and then over the eight years of us being in this business, I've very much come to learn that if you want something, you'll find a way to get it. Because the people who are saying, oh, I just can't afford, I can't afford that, they're also, you know, having... Um, drinks every, you know, three whatever days Whatever they're doing. It's it's whatever it is. Yeah, they're choosing you're, you're to s- put money somewhere. It's just not where you value 
to put, like it's not where you want to put your money. But that's true. I have learned over the years that anyone can afford anything. Yeah. I And I'm dead serious yeah. about that. The, you know, blue collar worker who doesn't think he can afford a Ferrari, I guarantee you, if he got diligent about it, everything he does, he could drive a Ferrari to work. Mm-hmm. It's It comes down to how you manage and plan everything in your life. And so I've had clients over the years who I never would have identified as my primary client come in and spend five figures on coaching with me over, you know, a period of time. And I never thought they would. And then I have clients who look like they're doing really well. And they, they won't invest a penny in themselves. Yeah. And you're just, it has nothing to do with your status or your income or anything. Anyone can afford anything. So I'm working really hard in my business at really putting the value on the programs I create and making sure that my clients get, my rule has always been ever since I started in business, 10 times. I want you to get 10 times value out of what you give. So if you give nothing, 10 times nothing is still nothing. That's the value you're going to get as a person. If you give $1,000, if you give $5,000, whatever it is, you're going to get 10 times that value. That's significant. Yeah. That's real. That's real work, right? Yeah. Um, so those are the struggles I am working with. Um, here's another good one for you and I, Laura. Um, someone says that, I know Laura says sweat isn't needed. Yeah. <laughs> but Dave's a trainer and, and talks about <laughs> training his clients a lot, which I do. Um, what is the right way to do it? My way. <laughs> I'm just I was say, happy life, happy wife, right? Uh, no. You just agree with her and say yes. It, it goes um, per the individual. Yeah. So I train clients and I, I certainly do when I talk about it and I, I do work out myself from time to time. Um, but the bottom line is it comes down to what your goals are, what your lifestyle is and what your personality and views on that subject are. Because when we sit and we build a protocol for someone, it's one of the first things we get into. What is your history with working out? Is it something that you find difficult? Is it something that you have a hard time fitting into your life? And is it just because you're lazy or are you really just don't value it in your life. Like some people love working out and they need it as a release and they have to hit the gym every day just for clarity. And I think, I think we are those personalities. So I am someone, I am a mom of three kids, of three dogs. I run our house. It's a busy lifestyle. I'm always on the move. I would hardly say that I sit on a couch all day. I'm an active person, but I'm not not active. I'm not active in the sense that I go out for a walk every day or I go to the gym every day. No, I hustle after everyone else. I and say you're active by default, not yeah, intentional. Yeah, I'm yeah. active by just, I have, that's how, what I have to do yeah. to, to live a proper life. Yeah. And I also hate heat. I do not like to get hot. I do not like to get sweaty. Yeah. That is the most uncomfortable feeling to me and I will turn miserable instantly. And it's not something I plan on changing. People are like, can't you coach yourself? No, no. I have no interest she has in no, it. It no. serves her fine. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> I am also that person who drinks a hot coffee on a hot day. I was going to say. <laughs> but you I'll don't mind trying... heat. You don't like external heat. I don't like... Coffee um, in your system, hot, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't go out and make that choice to no. put myself in that situation. It doesn't benefit anyone. And it certainly doesn't benefit me. No. Whereas Dave, you like to expel energy. You like to. Oh, if it's four, get it if it's like out. forty-two out and there's a heat warning, I'm going outside for a run. Which is disgusting. Because like, I can tell you, before I hit four driveways from our house, I'm drenched, and ugh. that feeling to me is always beautiful. And you, yeah, I love you sweat. Love that, Dave. Yeah. yeah, it kills me when I'm like. It's 32 out. The whole family needs to stay inside. And Dave's like, oh, I'm going out for a run. Laura's like like, sealing the bottom of the door with towels. (laughs) Don't let any of the air in the house. (laughs) I'm outside. (sighs) Try to breathe. 
But you know what? It is an independent thing. And uh, I'll tell you, I, I come from both schools of thought. I think exercise is important if you think it's important. And I think exercise is a waste of time if you also think what exercise is a waste of time. Whichever you think is right, we would just build a program that would give you the results regardless of which one you choose. Because something I would like to point out is that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I would just like to lose some weight and I would like to be toned. And maybe exercise isn't your thing. And so you're already kind of giving up on your goals because you're like, well, I don't even know how I'm going to get toned. Let me just say, when you are on our protocol, you get lean. And so while I do not work out at all, no. and I take great pride in that, I would say I am very toned. Yeah. Like, yeah. very, very happy with that. Absolutely. And so, you know, there are plenty of people who think I do work out, and that makes me giggle, but um, it's absolutely possible. No, you have your lines in your arms and your triceps yeah. and your legs are toned. Yeah. You have great tone in your body. But you have good muscle definition and you eat lean. You eat yeah. on our protocol. And your protocol is built around maintaining that definition. Yeah. That's all. If you worked out a lot, you'd probably be eating a little bit more and you would be oh, doing this absolutely. and absolutely. When right. I put on weight, I immediately lose. I, I see that that tone is, is going yeah. away and everything. And that's when I know. When you're pointing at the dog telling him how bad he is, you don't have that, you know, <laughs> rip in your bicep. <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it's completely a personal decision. And we build, when we work with you as a client, and one of the first things we talk about is sweat. And we build out the protocol based on your views on that. You could be a type Laura and be against it. And you can be a type Dave and for it. But I will be honest with you, you know, being on protocol, even the last two weeks, losing 18 pounds, I haven't worked out at all. No, because you weeks. had a bad back. Yeah, I, I pulled something in my back, which has moved down now into like my tailbone or something like that. It's just nerve damage that I, or bulge disc that I had from a few years ago, and it really activated uh, a couple weeks back. But I've been strictly protocol based, and I've changed my protocol to compensate for not working out right now. And I've 18 pounds, like that's crazy without any sweat. Now I still hit you know 10 to 15 thousand steps in my Fitbit every day, and that like you, I'm active by default. It's just our yeah. lifestyle. I'm walking around training clients. I trained, I think, 10 clients in the gym today. And by 8 a.m., I was at almost 8,500 8, steps or something ridiculous yeah. when your goal is 10,000 in a day. So I'm just an active person, yeah. same as you. Um, so you can be active without having to go into a gym. That's yeah. certainly for sure. And that's like t- coming from a guy who owns a gym. I can tell you a gym isn't always required if you do the right things in life. But for some people, the gym is. I think and that's a great question. Too. I think it's really valuable for people to know that, to know that Losing weight doesn't have to equal no. exercise. I, I think it's a, definitely a question from someone who doesn't want to work out. Yeah. <laughs> and wants to make sure that Call me. L- Laura's not crazy. <laughs> Before <laughs> no. we start to like her, I yeah. just want to <laughs> confirm that she's not nuts. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we hope you learned a little bit more about us and pointed you back to a couple episodes to listen to. Um, our first um, 10 episodes are really the basis of a lot of the stuff that we teach and we do. They're kind of our our heaviest tools. Yeah, they're kind of our, you know, shred 101. Yeah. It's kind of your first 10 episodes. And then we branch off into diving deeper or into specific topics or, you know, go into areas outside of weight loss sometimes or dive deeper into weight loss. And so if you really haven't been back to the first few episodes, I would go back to the introduction and just work your way up at least through the first 10 just to give yourself a really good base on what we do. I mean, the models there, manuals and boundaries are there. All the the basic life coaching tools that we can help you with are there Yeah. in your first 10 episodes. To make serious improvement in your life, for sure. If you want that, yeah. which I would hope everyone listening does want that. 
All right, guys. So the Q&A episode, that was a great episode. Thanks, guys, for listening. Remember to rate and review. Um, and then remember, next Tuesday, we have a brand new episode for you. So we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.